Good morning, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk, later at your convenience on our app. I'm Jace with Holly Roberts. Alexis is under the weather today. Colleen Lindstrom filling in. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited right now. Why? Because in the Dirt Alert, Holly and I were talking about Amish erotica. Oh, hot. Um, and because uh, I, I just am obsessed. I'm very interested Look, in the Amish, Amish erotica world. Okay. Um, really, any. The, I did one time read an Amish romance novel that was very Harlequiny. Anyway, um, Hallmark Channel apparently does have an Amish themed show called or movie called about uh, Follow Your Heart. And if you think I'm not going to try to figure out how I can stream that. Is it a new Hallmark movie? It does not appear to be new. It's hard to find out. It doesn't give me any, like, it doesn't tell me when it's going to be broadcast on the homepage. I think that, no, this movie's from 2020. Oh, okay. So, ahead maybe of its perhaps time. it's streaming somewhere if you have all access holidays, oh, through, well, uh, you know, Hallmark streaming. I'm going to have to um, borrow somebody's. Here's Sign the trailer. In. Let's hear. Should we listen <gasps> yes. to the, the the trailer? Can uh, we? Yeah, of course. Yes. This is from 2020. Here we go. Great plans for the book tour. We need to talk about. Is touring really necessary? I'm putting out four books a year. The network execs found out about you two lovebirds, and they went crazy. They want us to co-host a show together. Why me? I'm a writer. I, have never met I don't think this is about Amish people. So it is about, okay, it's about Kathy Yoder, who's a travel writer who's left her Amish ways oh. behind. Well, here it is. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, now it gets Amish. Haven't been back in about 10 years. Katrina Yoder with her nose in a pie. Isaac Naz. Who's <laughs> This is Katrina, the girl who used to live here a, a very long time ago. In your English car. attorney is tomorrow. He bequeaths the property to both his surviving daughters. Both. I know you're going through a lot of stuff there. Oh. Oh my God. It's a forbidden love. There, the tension. I, I, I see the I little. I see the device that they've used. Uh-huh. Right. She is a woman who has left this this culture, but she's brought back because of a tragedy. And then there's a forbidden love, and she has to choose between travel writing and being Amish. It's an age-old story. <laughs> it's, it's an age-old story. Tale as old as time. That's right. <laughs> Next, Disney is going yeah. to be reproducing. Yeah. Amish or the <laughs> Yes. Oh, I'm all in on this. Uh, uh-huh. I will watch it and uh, I will bring you my review at a later date. Yeah, please. <laughs> Would you please do that? I'm not yeah. joking. I'm going to figure okay. out how to watch this dang thing. Okay. Follow your heart. 2020. Oh, I, I am. Okay. Follow your heart. <laughs> may I tell you about herpes? I wish you would. Holly, may I? Yes. This story broke yesterday. I think it was on People magazine. Which, is it an outbreak? I think so. 
Um, I guess, according to the journalistic pillars of People Magazine, uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, during Richard Dawson's heyday, uh, for the young folks out there, Richard Dawson was the original host of Family Feud. Uh, back in those days, Richard would kiss all of the female oh, yeah. contestants. Oh, yeah. And and I mean every contestant. Yeah. Not I with watched, tongue, but, no. you know, a peck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess things got to the point where they offered herpes tests to the contestants. <laughs> Clean, you can laugh. You may think I'm making this up. Oh, my but word. I am not. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your parting gift. And yeah, free herpes. <laughs> here's your blender. Yeah, here's the here's the headline from Entertainment Weekly. Not a rag, oh. and not weekly either. But anyway, that's beside the point. That's not why you're here. Here's the headline: Family Feud contestants had to take herpes tests when Richard Dawson was host, according to a book. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to go back and watch because I. So, out of curiosity, I imagine they took the herpes test. First, because they're trying to protect Richard Dawson, right from uh, from spread, or right, like, or does he? Did he? <laughs> was he the spreader? We don't know. I mean, okay, here's, so but here, here, oh, go ahead. Here's a quote from the book. Okay, you ready? It's called "Outrageous: A History of Showbiz and the Culture Wars." Um, it says that the show implemented a policy that stated contestants had to, quote, undergo a mouth test with a magnifying glass from medical staff due to Richard's penchant for greeting female contestants with a kiss on the mouth. Quote, the contestant revealed that before her appearance, a family mm-hmm. food production assistant entered the dressing room with a magnifying glass and a cotton swab and said, okay, everybody line up for your herpes test. What's funny is Holly and I implement that same policy for fill-ins with Alexis. For, right. for Alexis. Yeah, right, Holly? I did. I just had to line up all by myself for my herpes test. No herpes, but you got that pink eye. Yeah, exactly. Right. Stay behind the glass. Woo! Holly, by the way, do we need to order more test kits? Or are we pretty good for the next uh, for uh, first quarter 2024? You are know, we good? we're pretty good. We have it okay. in the budget. Perfect. <laughs> you know what I want to do now, though, is go back because I have, I have more questions than I have okay. answers right now. Yeah, yeah. One of them is if if somebody's herpes test came back positive, uh, did, were they then not allowed to be a contestant or did they get to be a contestant? He just wouldn't kiss them. Then I want to go back and watch for the ones he didn't kiss. Well, I do know this because I watched um, a re a, a, a legitimate, authentically a, authentic, great documentary on the fam on family feud. Mm-hmm. It, I, it was really well done. And I, I, you did discover in that documentary that though now it's looked upon horribly, two things. Number one, the contestants all agreed backstage. Richard just didn't kiss without consent. Oh, good. Um, the, every contestant was asked, would you like Richard to kiss you? Um, number, not that I'm not defending it. I'm just laying out yeah. the, the facts more than just the headline. And, um, ABC wanted to stop it. That was the original network. Hmm. And they commissioned a study, as networks do, 
And by no small margin, the American public wanted it to remain. They found it charming and endearing and thought it was sweet. Fascinating. Yeah. And Richard, uh, Richard did it. I listened to an interview. He did it because his mom, there was a saying his mom used to say about uh, uh, good luck with a kiss. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it look, it looks Mervy pervy, but according to Richard, it was, it actually had a sweet beginning to it. Again, I'm not defending him. No. I, I think it's weird. I, my grandma thought it was weird actually. And I remember her saying that when I was a kid, but there's the context. That is so interesting. Yeah. That is so interesting. I guarantee you it would be a whole different. Oh, I mean, today that would yeah. not none of that would be happening. No, none. Right. Absolutely not. That is none. so interesting. Hmm. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of stuff like that, when we come back, Holly Roberts is going to shock you. We're going to do a little TV talk and call it. We're going to start with Holly. You will never believe. Forget the Amish. You will never believe what's coming to one of those lifetime Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm. You are going to just, your your eyes are going to bug out, out of your head. Well, they already are. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. A quick radio play to promote a much better radio play and action. Oh, Bradley. What's wrong, Dawn? I so badly wish to see the live radio broadcast of It's a Wonderful Life at the St. Paul Hotel on Sunday, December 10th. But that show's sold out. That's okay, Dawn. The show runs December 8th through the 23rd, so there are plenty of other opportunities to see it. Plus, the December 10th show will be broadcast on my talk from 6 to 9. Oh, no, Bradley. Here comes a mighty blizzard. Now I'll never be able to get to the St. Paul Hotel. Don't worry, Dawn, for it's finally time to reveal to you that I'm secretly a Transformer who will now become Bronley Trailer and bring you to the St. Paul Hotel on my all-wheel drive semi-truck body. Thanks, Bronley Trailer. Sit at my table for the show. I mean, I would, but it takes me like six hours to transform back into Brad, so bye. bye. And scene. Yeah, we promised the radio play of It's a Wonderful Life will be much better than whatever they just did. After all, it is in its 17th season, and critics call it a best bet. If you love the story of George Bailey and the fun of a 1940s radio drama complete with live sound effects all staged at the beautiful St. Paul Hotel, then get tickets today at stpaulhotel.com. Quality products, removal, installation. Yes, at Rebath. They make it so easy to love your bathroom because they handle every detail of your bathroom remodel from construction and design to selection. And best of all, their licensed, insured rebath team, they can complete the job in five days or less. We're not talking weeks. We're not talking months. It's less time, less stress away from your bathroom. And what's so great is that you get design guidance, whether you go into their showroom, it's in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue, or you head to rebath.com and you sign up to have a designer come to your home. They will bring the showroom with the hundreds of options that they have available to make your bathroom what you want and need. Of course, they can do a complete bathroom rebath, re-gut, or they can, you know, change a tub to a shower, put some accessibility features in there. Make sure you mention me or my talk for $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel. Head over to rebath.com. A little boot to Bonanza. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis isn't feeling well today. Our buddy Colleen is, so she's here filling in, and we're grateful. Oh, thanks. Y'all like Hallmark movies, right? 
show of your hands, okay? You like those Lifetime Christmas movies, too. Yep, you like those. Do you like sex? What? What? Yes. Right, Holly? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like What's ha- sex? <laughs> what, what's, a, what's, a, what's happening with these movies, Holly? Oh, Lifetime movies are um, getting horny. Hey. Yay. Brown chicken, brown cow. Because for the first time ever, a Lifetime Channel original holiday movie is going to have a sex scene. Actual (laughs) sex. Mm -hmm. Oh my word. Holly, I can see your hands. (laughs) (laughs) Holly's angelic hands are making a very... Yeah, the, hey, I the, am Saint Peter. That's True. right. I mean, and so Saint Peter bestows upon you. I'm the executive producer of the new Lifetime Channel original movie, A Cowboy Christmas Romance. Mm. Oh, mm. yeah, that's what's really Yeehaw. what it's called. Yeah, that's really what it's called. Isn't that the worst title ever? It's horrible. It's so bad. It's so bad. They could do better. Although, I suppose you know what you're getting. Yeah. It's a cowboy Christmas Mm -hmm. romance. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) But there's sex in this one? There's sex in this one. And this stars Jana Kramer and Adam Sen. And Jana plays a real estate agent who returns home to Arizona to reclaim land belonging to a rancher. (laughs) It really is just... A Mad Lib, like you said, Holly. Yeah. And not only do sparks fly, but she also gets a chance to reconnect with her family. Oh. That's not the sexy part. No. No. Yeah, I just wanted to say it looked like Lifetime Channel drew the line at incest. So I'm assuming that the sex (laughs) happens between the real estate agent and the rancher. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder how much they show, truly. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Oh, it's light, implied. Light humping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a little bit of skin. Yeah. You might probably no butt crack. No, maybe a clavicle. Yeah. Something I mean, correct like me if I'm wrong. Light humping was the original name of uh, Colleen and Bradley, it right? Was, that was actually. a little bit. That was what you guys it's pitched. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It didn't. It didn't pass, you know, <laughs> the market the research. Focus group. Yeah. That's right. They were like, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a cowboy well, Christmas romance is out December 9th. Okay. So that is uh, two Saturdays from now. Okay. So, so you got two Saturdays to prepare for the amount of skin you might see yeah. uh-huh. on your Lifetime movie. I, I, I will say I will give them a high five for this. You know, way to build anticipation. Way to get people curious enough mm. to maybe dip into their very first Lifetime movie. Yes. Here's a spoiler alert about the sex scene. Ooh. Oh. Oh. According to Jana Kramer, he lays me down on some hay. Of course and he does. We, you know. Of course they're doing it in a barn. That's so uncomfortable. Yes. I thank you. <laughs> Practically is... speaking... And I've watched Dallas. Mm-hmm. It, there's a lot. There's been a lot of nookie in a lot of barn hay sex. in Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> it's not practical. The 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 hay gets everywhere. This is the scene with beach sex. Like when whenever you see yes. you know movies that glorify. Do you know how much sand? I mean, you can be wearing something and get it in your nooks and crannies. To say nothing of rolling around nude in it. Yeah, that whole makeout scene. It's like glitter. From here to eternity. Yes. 
No. 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 It's, a, you know, she's like getting a, a nature douche. Poor Denver Kerr. It's not hot. No. It is not. It's just. No. Gritty. It's just gritty in all the wrong areas. You don't want that area to be gritty. No. No. In fact, if it is gritty. You should probably see a doctor. <laughs> you might have gotten one of those contraband vaginal yeah. injections that MSP confiscated in customs. Geez, you're a little irritable. What's the matter? You got some sand in your vagina? Yes, this, is, this is literally yes. what we say to each other at my house when people are crabby. Really? A hundred percent of the time. Geez, you're a little irritable. What's the matter? You got some sand in your vagina? We say it all the time. And we'll say it about each other. Oh, that person's crabby. Do they have sand on their vagina? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, kids, kids don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> well, or try it and then realize yeah. you're not listening to your elders when we say, don't have sex on hay or on the ocean. Yeah. You're like, yeah, whatever. You know, you know the, the family conversation. Yeah. Around Kids, the listen. Table. Yeah. listen to the wisdom of your elders. Yeah, don't have sex in the back of a Cadillac Katerra oh, either. Okay, no. don't do it. No, I you or know El Camino. No, I no. just don't feel like. Yeah, again, the, the, we should make a list of the places to other people have, have done this and it yeah. has not gone well. You don't need no. to do it. You don't need to do it. No, but you need to do this. You need to support the 77th Annual Santa Project, benefiting Ronald McDonald House Charities, and do it while you listen to Kmart in-store music, Christmas music from the 70s. Certix Liquor and Cheese Shop will host the shop uh, weekly dish, actually, this Saturday. That's right. Go to Certix Liquor and Cheese Shop in Northeast, and you can see the real-life Stephanie's. That's right. And bring a donation to the broadcaster anytime during the Santa Project. Keyword Santa at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, Holly Roberts hosts, and we will play The Master Debaters next. Entertainment. Hi, everybody. It's Jace for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, my family. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that we have done two big giveaways. One more might be coming soon. But if you didn't win my giveaways from Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, do not worry because we have another little offer for you. If you're new, if you're a new client, you've never, ever, 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 ever been to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic and you mention me, you are going to get $100 off your first service of $250 or more. Uh, that's substantial savings. So you want to do a little Botox before that holiday party, before that holiday trip. Maybe you're taking some holiday photos and want to look your best. Skin Rejuvenation Clinic is the best. A lot of places do Botox now, but we are dealing with your appearance, your Face. Why would you trust just anybody? Why would you trust the place next to, to Larry's uh, liquor shack? You know, no. <laughs> Go to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic and mention me. Now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Holidays were made Beard and Michelob for the holiday season. Special enough to make the right impression, friendly enough to show you care. 
No wonder Michelob has become a holiday tradition. Holidays were made <laughs> for Michelob. Yeah. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. What's the matter, Colleen? You didn't think holidays were made for Michelob? I'm going to go ahead and disagree with basically every statement. (laughs) Things kind of got hot at the end. What was going on there? (laughs) John Forsythe knows how to throw a party girl. Uh huh. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Holly. Alexis is off today, so our good friend Colleen filling in. And it is... uh, uh, Colleen, are you excited? I actually... This is... One of my favorite I know things that has arrived on this show. There we go. <laughs> Let's do it, Holly. Let's debate, bro. Jason. Well, he has a point. Alexis. She's right, you know. The master debaters. Okay, you just made it weird. Yeah. Here's Holly. Oh, this is where Jason and Colleen face off in semi-controversial, low-stakes topics. They don't know them ahead of time. I will assign them each a position on these low-stakes, semi-controversial topics, and they have 30 seconds to debate their side. I don't care if, if you mention actually- Matt Rife, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no Matt Rife. This is a Matt Rife free segment. Okay. Guaranteed. How about Michelob for the holidays? Uh, we debate that? Yeah. For the holidays. <laughs> oh, remember when Grandpa fell asleep on the Lazy Boy because he drank Michelob for the holidays? Mm. Made yeah. for the holidays. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's called making memories <laughs> <laughs> or forgetting them. Oh, all right. So let's go okay. with our first topic. Jason Colleen. It's what's the only logical thing to do with luggage? Carry on or check it. Mm. So think about going on an airplane. What's the only logical thing to do with luggage? Jason, I am assigning you carry on. Colleen, I am assigning you check it. That means they each have 30 seconds to debate their side of the topic. I don't care if they actually believe it. We're basing this on absolutely no merits. Yeah. It's fine. So, Jason, we're going to start with you. Get uh, 30 seconds. Tell us why the only logical thing to do with luggage is to carry on. Airline travel is hard enough, especially if you're back in steerage in row 30. It's going to take you about an hour to deplane. The last thing you want to do after you deplane is then go down to baggage claim, where it's going to take you another 20 minutes to wait for the baggage claim people to put your checked luggage on that little uh, uh, that little conveyor belt. Then you've wasted an hour of your time where you could be sitting at a hotel bar enjoying Michelob for the holidays. So check your baggage and get the hell out of there. (laughs) All right. There's Jason. Colleen, you now have 30 seconds to tell us why the only logical thing to do with luggage is to check it. You know, the civilized way to travel is to travel unburdened as you walk through the wonderful airport. Think about uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, beautiful airport. But when you're lugging your luggage with you, it becomes less wonderful. (laughs) So when you check your luggage, you have your hands free. You can enjoy your entire flight completely unburdened by all of your crap. And then you can enjoy that Michelob while you wait for it to drop at the carousel. Thank you very much. Check your luggage and be happy. We're going to go with Jason just because uh, <laughs> carrying it on, baby, that is a way Listen, I am, that's, that's my real feeling. Yeah. I mean, truly, I don't, if I can avoid checking luggage, I will. Yeah. At all. Listen, here's the ideal situation. 
What's the ideal Pro situation? tip. Check it at the gate. <laughs> I'm not joking. Because they then they personally take it down into the belly of the plane. And then yours is like basically the first one off. I'm just saying. Yeah. Now, I will advice. say, because we got a fan about MSP again, yet again, our wonderful, wonderful airport. We you, love MSP. Mm-hmm. You, I love you. Yes, we love. When you do check a bag and your arrival is at MSP, you are greeted with lovely nature sounds. Oh, yes. yeah. A nature soundscape like this. Plane carousel starting rotation. Yeah. Yes. It's beautiful. And nothing is funnier than watching out of town people hear that and freak out. Like, what right? the hell is happening? <laughs> Why are loons? Why are loons? The loons! The Stage production here at the airport of On Golden Pond. Yeah. Why, why are the loons calling me? Okay, yeah. do, do you know, this is just a real quick, I, I like to tell people this, my kids get embarrassed. When we have checked luggage, um, and I believe this is still true, if it takes more than 20 minutes from your you know, getting off the plane to you're receiving your luggage, you can get airline miles. miles. Oh, it's 15. It's, oh, it's 15 minutes. Oh my gosh, even better. So I have been known when I've had, when it's gotten past that point to start telling everybody who's waiting, which my kids are like, please don't talk to people, mom. I'm like, listen, I'm doing a public service. I want people to know. I'm proud of you. Colin keeps track. Yeah, I do too. I start the timer. I'm not messing around. No, I think it's like 3,000 miles. Yeah, give me them points. Yes. Give me the miles. Yeah, that's for Delta, everybody. That's for Delta. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm so trained to not check a bag. Yeah. Because growing up, my folks work for the airlines. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether or not we were actually going anywhere was debatable at any given time. <laughs> and it's like, your body might be staying at the airport, but your bag is going on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Holly has had, you've had a, a bag oh. mishap in recent years. I don't want to pick a oh, scab. Yeah. Oh, Southwest Airlines, mm. holidays 2022. Never forget. Never forget. Looking at you. Mm. Oof. We have time for one more. Sure. Okay. Here we go. We're going to debate something. A definitive answer will be oh received for once and for all. Which is actually mightier, the pen mm. or a sword? That's what okay. we are debating. Okay. Okay. Now, the pen is. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Go on. Colleen, yes. <laughs> I am assigning you the pen. <laughs> okay, great. I know what I'm doing, surprisingly. <laughs> Jason, I am assigning you <laughs> the sword. Hmm. We're going to start with you, Colleen. Okay. okay. You have 30 seconds to tell us definitively, yeah. for once and for all, why the pen mm-hmm. is mightier in yeah. the master debaters. Yes. Well, this is an appropriate time to talk about this. I would like everybody to write it down and just enjoy uh, the words. The pen is mightier than the sword. Write it down, look at it, and you will see the pen is it's big, it is strong, it uh, it's sturdy, it's enjoyable, and it really can do damage. <laughs> the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> Jason? <laughs> yes? 30 seconds. Okay. To tell us why the sword is mighty. 
if you put the sword uh, right below the heart, uh, the person will bleed out and they will die. <laughs> you got more time. <laughs> if you put the sword in the heart, they'll bleed out a little faster and they will still die. <laughs> you put you the sword in the leg, <laughs> they won't have use of that leg mm-hmm. and they'll bleed out a little bit. <laughs> The sword is mightier. Thank you. The pen is mightier. The pen is mightier than the sword. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Write it down. That's right. Remember. Yeah. Look uh-huh. at it. Look, Look at, at it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't put any spaces in there. No. They get in the way. Uh huh. <laughs> when we come back, Bradley Cooper, the maestro, is on Stern. Great interview. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Your brain is full of spiders. Alexis is off today, not uh, feeling great. Colleen's filling in, and very grateful to her. Oh, thanks for having me, you guys. No, thank you for being here. Like I said to Alexis when she texted me last night and said, Can you work for me tomorrow? I said, Well, I don't really have anything else going on between 5 30 and 9 a.m., so I'm good. Yeah. Like, thank you. Yeah, not a problem. Here I am. Yeah. Thank you very much for doing it. Mm. Thank goodness you did it. Yeah. We, we appreciate you. Mm, thank Lindstrom. you. Yes. Um, Bradley Cooper was on Stern uh, uh, two days ago, I believe, and uh, promoting Maestro, uh, the movie about Leonard uh, Bernstein and uh, Leonard Bernstein. And I have become obsessed in the last 24 hours with watching uh, the trailer for Maestro. I must have watched it about five times. It's really, really, yeah. really a great trailer. Yeah. And from what we are hearing, the early bird word is Bradley's directing, because he wrote and directed this. Bradley's directing is magnificent. Uh, Carrie Mulligan as Leonard's wife is a, a, like a tour de force is such a cliche, but that's what they're calling it. And Bradley is spectacular as the maestro. And it's no wonder because Bradley has been working on this movie since before he started working on Star is Born. He started working on Leonard's voice in 2017, Colleen. That is, he, that is a commitment to the story and to the craft. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He wanted to do this. He was telling Howard he was obsessed with uh, conductors as a kid. Mm. And so this has been something that he's always wanted to do. And he heard that Spielberg was attached to this. Scorsese at one point and then Spielberg. And he called Steven Spielberg and started listing off like sent him a massive text message of 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 ideas and then spielberg i think was like whoa 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 (laughs) maybe i'm not the guy for this and he he backed out and then bradley took it over and wrote this movie and everything did and learned how to conduct Mm. so I, i i that by itself was amazing um here he is uh, talking. Oh, well, I'll get to the actual clips in a minute. But just the level, as you said, the level of commitment to this project 
makes me want to see it mm-hmm. so bad mm-hmm. because he, when someone pours that much of their heart into something, you, you, you got to respect it. Yeah. And, and I, I can't wait. I think it opens here December 8th. I want to, uh, Holly, did you, have you seen the trailer? I have. It looks fascinating. And I'm really interested in the whole filmmaking process that Bradley Cooper went through to make Maestro. Like the the whole idea, because it's like, huh, a Leonard Bernstein biographical movie yeah. is something I think that we didn't know that we needed. Well, and I was just going to say kind of along those lines, Holly, it's not something necessarily, you know, there, I'm sure that there are a ton of people who go, I don't even know who that is. Right. Yeah. And so the job becomes not just telling the story well, but telling the story in a way that entices people who have no idea why they should see it. Well, and I, love, I it sounds like he put that kind of care and attention into this. Well, and I love the the vehicle that he chose to drive the story, and that is the love story mm-hmm. between Leonard and his wife mm-hmm. and and the life that they have together. There's a great line in the trailer uh, said by Silver, Sarah Silverman, who plays Leonard's sister, and, and he she is talking to his soon-to-be wife, and said, there is a price to pay for being in my brother's orbit. And that price for her was knowing that he was, he also had relationships with men, mm-hmm. that he desired men. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they lean in, it's really a love story. Now, obviously, you learn about his narcissism and his craft and 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 his... Uh, musical abilities but it's really through the prism of their relationship and Mm. i love that Mm -hmm. i love that Mm. i can't wait to see i just want to see carrie mulligan as 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 his wife oh yeah because everybody is losing their mind over her in this movie um bradley also talked about a star is born and one of the things that came out of this interview that was kind of news making because howard had never said anything and bradley had never said anything all this time Bradley wrote A Star is Born with Howard in mind. Oh, wow. He wanted Howard to play his brother that eventually went to Sam Elliott. But uh, listen to this little exchange. So so it's clear. That was before, like, you know, the role that was written was written for the person that played it. There was no, this, this was, this was early, early things swimming in my head, uh, you know, when I offered it to you. Well, it's not like he me. got. It's not like it's a totally different role. Yeah, I came to you thinking, well, here you go, you got it. Well, you came to me and you said, "Hey, you will play my brother." <laughs> and Howard said he got ready to cuss there. I had to dip out. Nice. <laughs> He's like, I think Bradley is mistaken about how attractive I am. He he was afraid it was going to be like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and twins. Oh my god, <laughs> no, yeah. no. Um, but I would have loved because they're legit friends. Uh, they talk about that in the interview. The Howard and Bradley are, are like confidants, um, dear, dear friends. So uh, he really wanted to work with Howard. And then he ta- and then Howard was trying to convince Bradley uh, or not convince him, but say, why didn't you go on the road with that album? Yeah. Uh, why didn't you hit? Uh, why didn't you hit the road? Because- right. That album, remember how many hits came from that that soundtrack? Absolutely. Not the least of which was like the Hallmark song of it. Yeah. That he does uh, with Lady Gaga. And all of those songs. And I think we kind of knew this, but but Howard was surprised by this. That all of the songs from A Star is Born 
uh, th- that wasn't th- they were sung live. So when you would see oh sure when you would see them perform, that wasn't a studio dub. That was Bradley intentionally made that decision. He wanted Gaga's voice raw, mm. so that's why he told Howard he couldn't he couldn't not sing. He had to train to sing because yeah. if you're going to have, as he puts it, the nuclear power of Lady Gaga singing live, you can't be the moron that's singing next to her yeah. like lip syncing. Yeah, just to commit. Wow, I just I have so much respect for him. After I, I mean, I, yeah. I really do too, especially because I don't know. I, I I suppose before a star is born, I didn't see Bradley Cooper. I mean, I knew he was an actor, but there is a difference between kind of a heartthrobby actor and an actor. Yes. And he really started to show his chops, I would say, then. Yeah. I mean, I know Silver Linings Playbook got a ton of attention. He was in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. I was like, (laughs) did I just speak out of school? It got a ton of attention. And maybe that was sort of the first seed where you started to see him kind of the depth of his acting ability. But this is like next level. Oh, yeah. This is next level. Yeah, he's a filmmaker. Yeah. You know, and yeah, he's a prolific. He produced movies like Joker. Yeah. And other things. So he's doing a lot behind the scenes, too. So it's like it's been quite the journey from Wedding Crashers and The Hangover. Right. Dude. Which he still embraces, though, and that makes me love him even more. Well, even though he's fancy yeah. now, he still loves The Hangover. He's willing to do another one. He loves the fact that he's uh, the 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 voice for uh, Rocket, the raccoon. Uh, I, I I really like the dude. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and he's not ugly. No, he's easy on the eyes. Very not. Yeah, not I'll take that in. Sure. He also talked about the controversy over his prosthetic nose. I'll be brief on this. He said the family of of uh, of Leonard was like, "This is hogwash." This is not, I, I can't even say the term, but people accused uh, Bradley of basically mocking the appearance of uh, Jewish folks. Oh, interesting. And, and the family was 100% behind Bradley, as was Howard, as was Sarah Silverman. Yeah. People said this is a, a scandal about nothing um, because Bradley already looks like the yeah. maestro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway, can't wait. Maestro opens. December 8th around here. And then at the end of the month, you can stream it on Netflix. You can see that interview, chunks of it on Howard Stern's YouTube channel. When we come back, Wednesday, third hour means, am I the asshat? Holly's filling in for Alexis. She has today's uh, kind of scruple-based question. What's going to happen? What are we going to say? What are we going to debate? You'll find out when we come back. Alexis Ford, David and the team at First Equity. Do you have a mortgage question? Are you looking to get into your first home? Well, shop for a mortgage before you shop for a home and do it with the best team in town who's been in our market for 23 years and counting. That's First Equity. They are part of the community, so they are invested in a way in you that a national company just wouldn't take the time to uh, because they know they're part of the community as well. You're going to tell your friends and family you want to make sure that you have a fantastic experience and that's what you get. So if you are looking for home ownership, refinancing, maybe cash out equity, debt consolidation, home improvements, college tuition, maybe a vacation or retirement home, A mortgage might be an answer to solve some of those problems. So give them a call today and make that appointment. 763-251-8000 or head to mytalk1071.com and type in keyword David.